When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Six days, Al. Six days until the big game at SoFi Stadium. It is Super Week brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. And this this was a plan that was put into place months ago, a year ago. And, I mean, we've talked about the Lakers. We're going to talk about the Lakers here in a minute. Sometimes you put these plans into place. You have all the right intentions. You make all the moves that you think are going to be the moves that will put you in a place to do this. And you get something that's a million miles from the result you were looking for. The Rams made all these moves, and they're right where they were hoping that it would be. When we did this, we thought this would happen, and it did. It doesn't go like that every time. It's an incredible accomplishment by them. No, I mean, listen, let's use uh, kind of go to other sports. There's There are a lot of teams right now that think they're they're all in. Right, if it, if it's football, it's the Rams. Rams have no question about it. You either win a Super Bowl or nothing. The Packers were in a similar situation. You got to get to the Super Bowl, right? Tampa. Well, we just came off of a Super sure. Bowl. Kansas City. Only one team can you know eventually win it all, and and they're going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Why don't you just stay in L.A.? Um, are the Dodgers all in? No question. Okay, they lost. They didn't get there. Now, I'm not trying to say that they didn't, they didn't. have success. And no, they didn't. They didn't get there. That's no. that's kind of their goal. You win it all, you don't. The Lakers have been all in since LeBron got here. Um, first year, LBJ got injured. Second year, Lakers won it all. Third year, Anthony Davis got injured. Fourth year, you, you can just tell that the roster is not good enough. The way it's compiled and it's put together, they're way, way behind of, of whatever the schedule is. The Brooklyn Nets are all in. Where are they? Actually, Lakers and the Nets would both be in a playing tournament right now. So That's amazing, by the way. That, 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 that makes no sense at all. To hear you say that, it's like, no, no, no. They're, that's like an alternate universe. That's like one of those weird movies that you go see. Like, hey, what if you got on the train the next time it went by? Like, you missed you the 705 and you got on the 715, and your life goes a completely different direction, right? That's what this feels like an alternate ending to a movie that you never wanted to see in the first place. Okay, I'm going to go back. Get here. I'm going to go back to that in just a second. Stat Muse actually put out which team has been more disappointing between those two teams, but the Rams got here. Yeah, and and, and the path that they. It doesn't matter as much as you know. We want to sit here, and I, I've been critical about the Rams. You've been critical about the Rams. At the end of the day, they're here. Only two teams, uh, you know, obviously make it this far. The Rams are, no question about it, going to be the favorites coming in on Sunday. And they're a game away from doing what the organization was hoping and praying for over the last couple of years. And by the way, if they do get that one, it's not like they're not set up to, you know, compete for another one next season or whatever the case is. But you got to get that first one. I, I think, you know, that this is the most important thing. When everybody is starting to feel like, oh, this is the Rams game to lose – don't be in a halftime 13-13 nope. game. Cincinnati starting to create some momentum and think we got a shot at this thing. Not only did they get here, but they got here exactly the way that they were planning on getting here. They got here by having a very good defense, which they had a year ago. You got Aaron Donald. They made it a little better with Vaughn Miller, right? You got Jalen Ramsey, who's an all pro, et cetera, et cetera. Defense is about what you thought it would be. They're 
offense will have a dynamic wide receiver in Cooper Cup. They added Odell Beckham Jr. when Robert Woods goes down, all of these things. But the plan was, look, we know we're really good, but we're not good at the most important spot on the field. we got to get better at that one spot. And if we get into a weird spot where he's got to go ham, he can. And that's exactly what happened. They're like it's not just that they got here; they got here with exactly they they put the contingency in place that they needed, and it hit. They don't win in Tampa without him. They don't win against San Francisco without him. They don't win the games like that without that quarterback. Like they put, they made the biggest bet on one card, and it hit. And and now they, and now they got to play one more hand to win the yeah. whole pot. Yeah. But it just it, it's extraordinary. Not only that it happened, but exactly the way that it's supposed to happen. Uh, I don't know, Emily. Look this up real quick for us. The price of a ticket, because unless you are an oil baron or a CEO, you're going to want to listen uh, for the super sounder. When you hear it, you're going to want to be caller number seven eight seven 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 ten ESPN, and you can qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game, the Super Ten or the Seven Ten Super Ticket giveaway from your championship radio station, Seven Ten ESPN. Got a chance to win some tickets to go see the big game at SoFi Al, because most people I don't think have about twenty grand line around to go see a football game come hang out with me i'll be somewhere in inglewood nowhere near the stadium because i was not given any tickets to the game uh by the way did you not see the stack of tickets by the refrigerator in the studio they're just there take as many as you want it's fine just go by grab a handful hand them out to your friends and family and mailman uh amazon guy whoever whoever okay. you want you've been to how many super bowls have you been to uh the week or the actual game the game uh this will make three okay you can speak to this better than I can because I have not been to a Super Bowl. Um, I, I would rather if you said, hey, Al, I have tickets to the Super Bowl or I have tickets to the NFC Championship game or AFC Championship game, something along those lines. Am I right or wrong from a fan perspective? I want to be at the NFC or AFC Championship over the Super Bowl. I think you're right. It, it's a, they're totally different yeah. experiences because the, the championship game, Right is the whoever's hosting, unless the Niners are your opponent, they have their fans. Right, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a home game and it's football fans and people are going yeah. bananas for their team with an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. This is an event. This is a it's yeah. a corporate event and it's fun. Don't get me wrong, it's really really fun, but it's it's a little bit more corporate than a, a football game. Football games, jerseys and people going crazy and having a good time. This is, hey, you know, I run a Fortune 500 company. I think I'll drop in and check this out this weekend. It's a, it's a little bit of a different crowd, It's a 4,500 right now. So 4,500 is the get in the door, but that's like the cheapest ticket I could find on uh, Ticketmaster. 10 grand. Go through your couch cushions, your, uh, your, your ashtray and your car. You can scrape that together. No problem. So nine grand for the tickets, another G for the parking. You're right. It's 10 grand. <laughs> 40 at the NASCAR event yesterday. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Are they going to bench Russell Westbrook moving forward? Is he coming off the bench from this point? Because oh. they benched him against the Knicks. It yeah. worked. They they, he, they were ahead. He came in. They gave back all of the lead. It goes into overtime. They bench him in overtime. They go and they win the game. Is that is that the new normal? I think it's how does Russ playing, right? If, if Russell Westbrook's playing good basketball – um, keep Russell Westbrook in the game. This is kind of simple, and it's it's no different. This is the unfortunate piece because it's no different for Malik Monk. It's no different for Avery Bradley. It's no different than THT. It's no different than Austin Reeves. And I know you could sit back and say, Al, what the hell are you talking about? This is Russell Westbrook. 
This is a dude that's making $44 million this year. He's making 47 next year. This is a future Hall of Famer. This is somebody that has uh, had an incredible amount of success in this league. Yep. Trev, I don't think it matters anymore about any of that. It doesn't. Because here's the reality. The, the, the path that the Lakers are going on right now, by the time you get to this offseason, if they get out of the playing tournament, let's say they lost to the Phoenix Suns in five or six games, because that's probably – it'd be more of like a surprise. A it'd be more of a surprise if, if that's not the case. Yep. Um, they're going – there's a very strong likelihood that the late Russell Westbrook would – this would be his only year with the Lakers. Now, in the offseason, they're going to have to do some maneuvering, but it's much easier to trade a player who's on an expiring contract. I'm just not worried about emotions. I'm not worried about somebody's feelings. I'm worried about winning. And Russ said something post game uh, when he was asked about you know not playing in overtime, basically saying, "Hey, we won the game." Now I know how Russ probably feels inside. Russ sure. is saying to himself, "I've never in my life been in this situation." I mean, think about when he was with either the Oklahoma City Thunder, when he was with the Rockets, and by the way. You know, just a reminder of people, because I know a lot of Laker fans take shots at Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, do you remember when he was with OKC with Kevin Durant? Sure. They were two minutes away from getting to the NBA Finals and taking out Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. Like, that's how good um, that team was if and how Clay important. doesn't go crazy for about doesn't five Doesn't go minutes. crazy. Yeah. You're right. Then, yeah. <laughs> and if KD doesn't miss some shots and Russ right. doesn't miss some shots, they're they're in the NBA Finals. So I say that because, you know, this is probably the toughest thing for somebody like Russell Westbrook. There's a reality to this. What do you mean I'm not good enough on this team to be playing in the final five minutes of an overtime game, not against the Bucks, not against the Warriors, not against the Suns, against the 12th place New York Knicks, 12th place in the Eastern Conference who are not even in this uh, in this uh, uh, playing tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm going to go back to, are we going to see more of it? If you're 1 for 10 and you have four turnovers and five points, yes, you are going to see more of it. And if he's playing well, then no, you're going to see him in the game. I think you got it. If you're Frank Vogel, you got to, right? You, you, have to, you have to play this card. You have to play this hand because, A, it worked. They looked better with that setup than they did with the setup with him. And what what else do we have to do? We've we've looked at the other way. It's not great. It's about five hundred because let's look at the last three games that they've played. They've played three games against three teams that are either legitimately bad, like Portland and New York, or teams that are really fighting like hell to stay even, like the Clippers. Okay? All three of those games were very, very close. The Lakers went two and one through it, but these are tenth place teams, twelfth place teams. Knicks are five games below five hundred. Clippers are a game below five hundred. Portland's twelve games below five hundred. And they're two and one, and all three of these games were dogfights. Okay, so whatever you're doing isn't isn't the the answer, right? Let's try something new. And you got a little glimpse of something yesterday or Saturday, a little glimpse of something that said, you know what? We look a little better with him on the bench. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you never play him again. I'm not saying you take him out of the rotation. You're not having a guy making whatever it is, $43 million out of the rotation. And don't kid yourself, that's a part of these decision-making processes as well. But you can play him less. You can really try to find a way to not have him play with those other guys to try to find a fit, to your point. Have him be the guy that he was in Houston and D.C. and OKC where give me the ball. I'm going to try to create a bunch of stuff. I'm going to try to score. I'm going to be the guy that's going 1,000 miles an hour. Maybe he can lead that group of guys because him as a complimentary player with this, it just is it's bad. 
It, let, let's try. Plan A didn't work. Nice try. Sorry, doesn't work. Let's go to plan B, and I don't care if the guy in plan A doesn't like it. Do, does, do you think Vogel feels pressure to play Russ? Of course he does. Okay. Well, I actually do, I, does. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Oh, he I, makes $45 million. I know. He's a former MVP, and they yep. traded away the entire team to get him. Yep. Of course he plays. he feels pressure to play him. I don't think he feels pressure at this point. I don't think he feels pressure at this point, Trav, simply because um, – okay, let, let's do this. I know we got to go to break here. I, I let, Let's kind of continue the Russ conversation and specifically if Vogel feels pressure to play him, how the Lakers will use Russ the rest of the season. We'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, Slee. So I'm very excited to hear how Frank Vogel does not feel pressure to play a guy that's former MVP. Yep. A, a what a ten-time All Star, a forty million dollar a year player, and the guy that you sent off about two thirds of your roster to acquire. How there's no pressure to play him. The floor is yours. Well, I, I mean, look, the the trade we can get into the details. Really, when that trade went down. You're basically trading KCP and Kuzma. Um, the Montrez Harrell piece of it, the guy was already. I think most people thought he was going to be out. He had a uh, he had an option, option, a player option on his uh, contract. This is what I mean. Before the season started, it's the trio, right? It's LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. But when you're sitting two games below 500 at this point, Trav, and you're basically fighting for your job, that's mm-hmm. what Vogel's doing. Vogel's mm-hmm. not a it's not like he has three, four years left on his contract. He is fighting for his job. A month ago, remember before they went on the, the six-game road trip? I'm came back. I'm you had mentioned, you're like, back. hey, you yep. know, if you lose against Orlando, this could be it, whatever case. But it's not just you. There were reports that were out there sure. where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, what do you think is more important right now for Coach Vogel to coach this team in every possible way that he thinks that he can get some Ws, win some games, put together some type of lineup that makes sense, or – to accommodate to somebody uh, that has just been an inconsistent player. And, and, you know, you and I have tried to go out of our way and say the Lakers are not two games below five hundred just because of Russell Westbrook. You're not watching Lakers basketball if you think that's the case. Now, there are plenty of games, like the game that he just had against the Knicks on uh, on Saturday night, where you can easily justify, I'm not playing Russ in an overtime. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to have Russell Westbrook in in this key moment. When I say... There shouldn't be pressure from nobody saying go put him on the bench and he, and he gets DNPs. Shouldn't be is very different than is or isn't. Shouldn't be is, is what it should be on a flow chart. Of spread. What it should be is this, but what it is I think is very different because, A, a he is one of your best players. As weird as it is that he's a terrible fit here, and he is, knew that, he's still one of your best players. 
You know, it's a weird dichotomy of things that the two things can be true at the same time. He shouldn't play, but he's also one of your best. So, if, do I really want to play him? I'm not saying bench less the guy. than Austin Reeves. No, I, I know you're not. I'm not saying that you bench him. That you're saying bring him off the bench, use him in a different role. Mm-hmm. But don't you want your best players in the game at the most important times? And this is why I think it's such a weird thing for Vogel because I think you're right in a in a vacuum. Hey, listen, I got to do what's best for the team. I get it, but it's not a vacuum. It's the reality of the NBA. It's the reality of the salary. Rob Palenka made this deal. He's probably not saying, yeah, do whatever you want. I'm sure there's, hey, you got to find a way to make this work. This is what I'm giving you. This has to be the guys that are on the floor. And not that he's making coaching decisions, but there's all sorts of pressure to to play the guys that make the money, that are the stars, that are the headliners. Absolutely. Trav, but this is a perfect example. What did he do on Saturday in overtime? I mean, he's answering our question. What did he do? He sat everything That's that you two just out said. Of Fifty some odd games that he's yes, in. yes. But but think about this for a quick second. This is a nationally televised game against the New York Knicks on Saturday night. Lakers in New York. He did not play him in overtime. Everybody knows that's going to be a story. Everybody knows that that's what they're going to take away from the game. I mean, the Lakers, you and I sat back, and we're watching two great performances from LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and they need overtime to beat the Knicks. This is the reality of the Lakers, right? Like, this is is the reality of their situation. I I think – that, you know, moving forward, the way they use Russell Westbrook. I've had the conversation with Michael Thompson. Michael, who, no question about it, you know, will go out of his way. He'll praise Russ. Everything he's done in his career. Michael agrees that ultimately at the end of the day, if a player is not playing well and your your name is not LeBron James or Anthony Davis, then it's okay not to close out a game. And I, I'm okay we, with it. I we might see more it. of that. We might I, see I, more of that. I would love to see him do it. I just don't think he will. I think it's the right thing to do. I just don't think that he's got the capital or the the I don't even know what to call it, Al. The the ability to say we're not doing this anymore. Russell Westbrook is now a complimentary player as opposed to one of the big three. I, I just don't know if he's got the, the 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 presence to pull it off. Phil Jackson could do it. Greg Popovich could do it. Eric Spolster could do it. There are, there are some guys. Frank Vogel. I don't know if he's one of those guys. It just to have the cachet. That's the word I'm talking about. That's what I was looking for. It took me a minute to find it. To go in there and say, no, nah, man, look, I'm doing what's best for the team. You sit down over there. You're not going to play it overtime. He can do it sporadically because, hey, I got no other choice tonight. If I let you play, we're going to lose. I have to do something different. But you can – going into Milwaukee tomorrow – it's a new day. We're going to try it again. We'll see if we get a little better. I'd just be really surprised if it's something they do continually going forward. I, I think uh, – I, I really do believe this. I mean, the, the coach's job at this stage for the Lakers, if they were 10 games above five hundred and Russ was playing good and it was more of like a personal thing, right? Like he didn't have a good relationship with Russell Westbrook and right. he was letting personal get in the way of results, it's the opposite. Right now, it's all about getting the results, and I, I think whatever you have to do to, you know, obviously put yourself in a position. I I understand what you're saying. It's it's, um, it is it makes Palenka look bad because it's Palenka that makes the move in the off season. LeBron and Anthony Davis. Why is he I, not getting more? By the way, why 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 does he not get more of the the reason? Because he, here here's what we talk we talk about Vogel. We've think, been doing think, it right now. We yep. talk about Russ. We've been doing it right now. Mm-hmm. We talk about some of the role players that have not maybe thrived the way that we hoped there were. Anthony Davis has taken a ton of criticism this year. LeBron has been pretty much above it for all the obvious reasons because he's LeBron. 
Why do we never t- talk about the guy who actually said, okay, give me these pieces and not those pieces? The mm-hmm. guy that did have a championship team a couple of years ago, that the reason that they weren't in the championship banks last year was mostly because of injuries. It wasn't because they were really good until everybody got hurt. And then decided that you're going to blow it up for a guy that has not been a part of a winning team for a while. Why does he not get any heat for that? I think, you know, it's, it's interesting because you're right. He doesn't get enough heat, but he gets heat. Like if you read some of the stories and even when the trade happened, there were a lot of articles that were out there that would say, uh, not sure about the fit. People out there, uh, whether it's, you know, our, the Athletic or the L.A. Times, I think there's always a question of the roster construction. And it was, well, let's see what happens. And and the Lakers have used, man, how many different excuses have, have we used for the Lakers this All year? All of them. I mean, we, we really have. And and some of them you can justify, but ultimately it's not like let – me, let me give you a, a good example here. The Nets played a game earlier this season – Kyrie, KD, and Harden played. It was a road game at Chicago. And Chicago was the home team and uh, is a game that Kyrie can play. And I want to say Brooklyn blew him out by plus 30. It was something okay. like that. At least you could say with the Brooklyn Nets, when those three dudes play together, they're going to be the toughest out in the NBA, period. problem with the Lakers, you can see these three play together, and you're not seeing that, right? Like the game against the Knicks, they all played together. It wasn't like... One guy was in, two guys were out. It wasn't. They all played together. I think people know Palenka is too, no question about it, has a, a lot of blame towards him. Maybe there isn't enough. It isn't vocal enough the way it should be. There is something you said a minute ago that is just, I, I can't explain it. I cannot explain to you why a team that has LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing really well. Okay, playing really well. By the way, we talk about Russ being a bad fit. AD and LeBron are a perfect fit. Yep. They, 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 their two skill sets overlap perfectly. And they're playing at the top of their game. Since AD's come back, he's been really, really good. Yep. And they can barely beat bad teams. What, what, what's going on? How, how is that? And I'm not, let's just put Russ completely off to the side. Yeah. How, if Anthony, we've said this a million times, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, man, look out. They're going to be really hard to beat. They can barely beat the Knicks and the Clippers and the Blazers. All right, can I can I tell you something? You you know what's going to be the the rest of the schedule. So Lakers have the second toughest schedule now in the NBA. The rest of the way, okay, twenty eight games left. This is the best part of the schedule. Is okay. Is there something here or is there not? Because if they play the Bucks tomorrow and it's a close game and it's like, hey, they they rise to the occasion or they lose by 20, okay, we know what it is. They go play the Warriors coming up on Saturday night. We're going to find out what it is. I think the the tougher the competition is, we're just going to have a clear picture because you're 100% right. With some of these key players there, it's not like they're blowing out the bad teams they're squeaking by. All right, today's stat hero of the day is LeBron James. James posted his 71st career um, triple-double. That's third most in NBA history behind Oscar Robertson, of course, Russell Westbrook. Um, uh, by the way, he had this he had this crazy stat. I don't know it off the top of my head, but NBA Stats and Info put it out there. Him, what he's doing, Anthony Davis, what he's doing since he's come back, I think AD's had 25 and 15 X amount of games. He's been great. No player had done it since Shaq since 2001. Laker player has done it, so it just kind of tells you what these two are doing. Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Studio City and Noah. Noah, you're on with Travis Sliwa. What's up, Noah? 
Hey guys, I missed you. Um, I mean, I've been listening, but I've been, you know, obviously, I'm sorry I can't participate. Sure. Uh, this this thing with the Lakers is just, I mean, obviously, there's nothing else. There's nothing you can really argue or to even debate anymore. Larusso has got some hardwiring that is not right between the ears. When you're down two to go back to that game against where it was Charlotte a week or two ago, and he comes down and takes a contested three with 20 seconds left. You could, if you watched, you could see the collective slump of heads from his teammates. If you watch Carmelo off to his right, who was open, when he saw him take that shot, his body just went limp. Like, are you kidding me, man? Are you kidding me? We played our asses off, and you're going to do this? Okay. Now, nothing I, I, I want to jump in there, that. Noah. Thank, thank, I'm glad you came back. I'm glad that you got your LaRusso thing in there again. It's, we've missed you. Welcome back. Here's the thing. I don't blame Russ for that at all. I blame everybody that thought he was going to do something other than that because he's been telling you – listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. I'm not saying that what he did is right. I'm not saying that what he did is the smart thing or the, the correct play or anything like that. But if somebody does something a million times out of a million – you can't get mad at him for the million and first time they do it. This is my point. This is, you just encapsulated, Noah, exactly my point with Russell Westbrook. You brought in a guy that had done the thing a million times in a row one way, and now you're surprised he's doing it the same way. That's on you. That's on Palinka. That's on LeBron. No, some of it's on, on Russ. No, some it's of it, not no question out. about it, is on Russ. He's been no doing question it about every it. Every time his entire career to think that a guy's going to all of a sudden, it's like getting mad at Clayton Kershaw for pitching left handed. It's like, well, we needed a righty. Be a righty. He's not. Trav, He's there's things guy. under Russ's control that he can improve. No question about it. Especially when you're playing Hell, with LeBron and Anthony never Davis. He's improved. He's the exact same guy he was 10 years ago. He hasn't improved one day in his we, career. We, we just He's spent, the same player. We spent a couple minutes talking about how him and KD almost beat Clay Thompson, okay, Steph Curry, and Draymond is, Green. Is, is Kevin Durant a better player than he was when he came into the league? Yes. Yes. Is is Russell Westbrook? Is he then he when when he came into the league? When, of course, when, he's better no, than when no, he came. No, that the team league. you're talking about that nearly beat Golden State. That mm-hmm. team that nearly beat Golden State a few years ago. He's the same guy. He's the same guy. So and, th- and, and th- to th- think that this was going to be this, you know, you know what's going to happen. Everything that he's ever done is going to be different. This, this is the point that I've been saying from the moment they made the deal. You're okay. asking a man to be something he's not. Realistic or not. don't get mad at him for being the guy that he's always been. Realistic or not. You tell me if, if you think this is realistic. Is it realistic for Russ to come play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and he's going to have the ball in his hands less and all you're asking him to do is – you. It's not all on your back anymore. You don't have to do what you were doing in the past. But what we need you to do is, you know, make sure, look, you're going to have the ball in your hand a lot less. you got to commit less turnovers. That should naturally happen because you have the ball less in your hands. You don't need to go out there and worry so much about your offense. you got LeBron. you got Anthony Davis. They're going to take care of the offense. I'm not saying that he had to go be the same player he was in other places, but he was going to be asked to do less. Those things I thought he could control, and those things he hasn't done on a consistent basis, which is why he's sitting on the bench in an overtime game against the Knicks. All right, I'll give you that answer on the other side, but how about this? You want to be caller number 10? 
Call in right Still. now. Caller number 10, 877-710-ESPN. Your chance to win tickets to see Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly at the Bud Light Super Bowl Music Fest this Thursday, February 10th. Again, 877-710-ESPN. One more time, 877-710-3776. Caller number 10, that's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. A congratulations to Brian Stange in Oxnard, Al. He's going to go see Machine Gun Kelly and Halsey. So he gets to go see that concert. We'll be giving away more tickets all week long. So make sure you're listening. We're still qualifying people to win tickets to the big game as well. We're basically like ticket brokers now. It's pretty exciting. Are you going to go to uh, any festivities between now and Super Bowl? Uh, I Yeah, I think I am. I've got some things that I'm going to do probably Wednesday and Thursday afternoon that uh, I'm looking forward to. Okay. And then, then Saturday, and Emily, maybe you might know the answer to this. Can we – Tell them where we're going to be on Saturday yet, or are we still holding on to that one for a minute? Yeah, you can, you can talk about it. So we're going to we're gonna do a, um, a show. Kirk and I are going to do a show on Saturday afternoon, 2 to 4, uh, at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Burbank awesome. to kind of get everybody ready to go to Super Bowl Sunday the following day. So we got that to look forward to. Perfect. I, 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 it's funny. I don't. It doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, there's something that happens in the sports world that it just gets me personally, like, deeply excited about this, right? And the Rams Super Bowl is absolutely one of those things. The Dodgers in the World Series. There's just these moments that I cannot wait to see how these things unfold because I'm incredibly optimistic about the result. I'm not. An, we talked about this. It was National Optimism Day last week. That's not yeah. my lane. I don't live there, and I can't wait for Sunday to get here so I can see how this thing unwinds. All right, so you got – so you're going to do a little kind of like a pre-pre-action. Yeah. So Saturday is going to be 2 to 4. You'll actually go right up until Michael and I. So we'll do pre-game show. We hand think, it off to you. I think they're ABC again, so they're 5.30, so we'll go. By the way, this is uh, it's kind of a it's kind of scary reality to the Lakers schedule. I, I'm really curious, these last four games, Bucks, Warriors, Utah – Welcome to the All-Star break. Now, you got one in between there. That's the at-Portland game. 
But you'll, we'll find out. Listen, I, I know we already kind of know about this team, but anyways, you, you'll get some real competition coming up here in the next couple of days. I have one question for Saturday. Are we going to see a wing-eating contest between Travis and Kirk? That's what the people are coming for. Let's see that. So, Emily, you should know me well enough by now to know that I don't, other than when Alan bullies me into it, I'm not much of a stunt, like, eat person. I'll eat. I'm going to have wings there. Don't get me wrong. But who would sure. win, though? Kirk, uh, I, not me, because I don't do it. It's like you're asking me to play a game I don't play. So I, I would not win because I wouldn't play. But will I eat a lot of wings there? That is a strong possibility. Will I go with my traditional buffalo? Do I do lemon pepper? Do you do those garlic salt ones, Al? My, my kids get those. And so every once in a while, one of those can hit this way. Give you that little pucker thing, that salt in the back of your, that little sour thing. That's a good deal. You, ever, you can't you go, ever go to those. You can't garlic go. parm. You, no, I don't do parm. I don't do parm. I can't. Ugh, can't do it. I know that cinnamon. You do cinnamon. Cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon, and parmesan are my two together. Nothing beats it. Let's try Anaheim and Edgar. Edgar, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Edgar? Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir, buddy. You're on. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just. Uh, I think you know the Lakers. There's not lack of. Uh, a lot of lack of uh, movement, not a lot of assisting, not guys are cutting. I think it's on the coaches, you know, to put guys who are willing to do the cutting. You know, when you share the ball, you know, it just makes that much camaraderie on the team. What do you guys think? You know, Edgar, appreciate you calling in. You know what sucks, Trev? Can I tell you something that really sucks? Thursday's a trade deadline. Parmesan? Bad take, Travis. <laughs> I love that. Parmesan that's, that's, is great. That's what it was. Uh, Thursday trade deadline, right? Teams are going to make moves. Like there, there, there's going to be teams. By the way, there's some teams that don't need to do anything. They're going to be in the mix. Uh, Phoenix probably feels like we got everything we need. Go, the Warriors, we're good. Let's 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 keep this thing moving. But there are going to be teams out there that try to improve their roster. And as tough as it's been for the Lakers so far this year, they can't do anything. They really no. are. They're they're not in a position. So he's talking about camaraderie, or you know what? This is on the coaching staff. You got to find players that want to play tougher. This and that. The reality is, even if you wanted to improve your, listen, maybe they'll get somebody in the buyout market. It's maybe, peripheral stuff. They're not, maybe something yeah. can happen. Yeah. But unfortunately, there's not even really anything that they can do. So you, you know, now, you're nor so, should they? Nor should they? Like even if let, let's say, there, there's you know, this time of year is like open season for wild trade speculation, right? Well, what if we brought this guy from this guy? We cut this guy, and this guy went back here, and we released him and signed and saved the money. Blah 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 blah. The Lakers just need to say, listen, we made a bet, didn't hit, sucks, too bad. We, you know, let, Let's see, maybe we can catch lightning in a bottle in the playoffs, see what happens, but don't make it worse by nibbling around the edges. Unless you're acquiring things that will help you down the road, don't try to fix this. This is, this is not a fixable problem at this point. If you could fix the future... I'm I'm here for it, but don't don't nibble around the edge of what this is this season because this is you have LeBron James and AD playing out of their minds and you still can barely beat bad teams. Just let this thing run its course and start over. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do do something, but when I tell you, they can't do anything. Like it, it's not like Russ is making 25 million and they could say, you know what, we missed out on this Russ thing. But Russ still has some value around the league. We can go get this. Be- they literally can't do it. It's not like they can say, well, Talon Horn Tucker has had such a good season. Uh, he's got some great value that we can go trade him for a player that's that can help us today. So I get what you're saying of don't do anything because this season you is already. They can't. they can't. Yeah, good. 
You know what Good I mean? Like there's, solved. They're not in a position where they could probably do something until the offseason. We'll see what happens. I mean, maybe by Thursday they figure something out. Let's try another one. Valencia, Izzo. Izzo, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Izzo. Yo, guys, what's going on? I hear you. Hey, go ahead, buddy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Listen, I wanted to tell you, I called earlier this season. Sorry, I called earlier this season, and I was talking about we should panic, we should panic, we should panic. Early in the season, Travis didn't think it was a good idea. Uh, Another thing I want to say is I think the blame should be more on Rob than anybody else. I think he sold the cow for a gallon of milk. I think he should have held on to some of those young players and see exactly what they could have accomplished alongside uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron for one more season, see what we could have got out of them. But instead, he made an irrational move. I don't think Russ is the only one to blame or the coach. I think it's a lot on Rob. I, I agree with you, Izzo. Go ahead, Slee. I was just going to say, appreciate you calling in, by the way. The Listen, if the question was, do the Lakers need another star or do they need just good role players? If the decision was – hey, Alex Caruso or Taylor Horton Tucker. I mean, there's a number of things that you can look at. Or, Trav, if the move was, you know what, no, 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 go trade Kuzma and, and, and KCP, I'm sorry, Kuzma and Montrez Harrell, go get Buddy Heald, but you keep KCP. There, there are a lot of things that, you know, ultimately the Lakers, it seems like they missed on every single one. Every one of those decisions in the offseason – it's like they're 0 for 4 or whatever. It, it, it's not like those... you missed one or you missed two. You missed all of them. I, I was I was a fan that you needed a third star. You know what could happen by the trade deadline? And it, it, they're denying it left and right. We'll see if anything happens. But the Brooklyn Nets could potentially break up those three. And I think that's the, why, that's the reason why the Lakers thought we need to go get a third star. And other teams maybe think, hey, do we have enough star-studded talent and it might not come to fruition when it's all said and it's done if Harden a, leaves. It's not an all-star team. We have to match up name for name. It's it's team to team. You, instead of building a roster of all-star players, let's build a good team. And what Izzo said a minute ago is, I would have liked to have seen what this team from last year would have been capable. We already know that team won a championship. That that team, the, the core of that team, the wait, wait which wait, which team? Last year's team? No, there there were some different players in there. So you're talking about there the year before? Some, uh, no, right. So what he's saying is, why did they sell off last year's things? I know that they changed it a little bit, but the meat of it was still basically the same group of guys. The the pieces around the edges had changed a little bit, but the meat of it, it's LeBron James, it's Anthony Davis, it's Alex Caruso, it's KCP, it's Kyle Kuzma. That's kind of the meat of what you have, right? And then they changed a little bit of the perimeter pieces of it. We know that JaVale and, and Dwight and those guys went out. You brought in some other guys. This was, let's flush the whole thing other than AD and LeBron James and rebuild all of it around them. I You knew... Al, the team last year was a good team until guys started getting hurt. They they got hurt at the worst possible point in the season. They were coming off of the weirdest season in NBA history, the shortest offseason in NBA history. It was a it was an avalanche of bad luck. It wasn't a bad team. It was bad luck, and they hit the detonator on a deal that had tons of uh, potential to be unsuccessful. I don't think that they got rid of the, they didn't give it time. They did give it time and it had worked. I didn't think they thought first of all, I don't think they thought they had enough talent. Dennis Schroeder, I didn't think they think was, was gonna come fit. back. Yeah. Montrez Harrell, I think, was gonna take that player option. I'm gonna go try to make money other places. But the Pete look, the Caruso thing, that's the obvious one. KCP, obviously he was a, a great role player for the Lakers, but that's that's long gone at this point. The dump coming up next, it's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This can't be true. This this could not be the first one in the dump today because we, we talked, was it Friday? Maybe it was Friday. We talked about how Jennifer Garner is near the top of my celebrity crush list. Like yep. she's one of my all-time favorites. Um, she said that she was 18 years old when she got her first kiss and was dumped the very next day. That seems all sorts of wrong for a million different reasons. Yeah, Al. not a good decision by whoever that was. <laughs> What's her commercial she always does? Uh, credit Capital card. One. Uh, yeah, Capital was, One. Yeah, Capital yeah. One. She does that one, and she was alias, and she's been in a lot of movies, and she's wonderful and talented, and Bro, I she's feel been like doing, she was given a bad deal. She's been doing Capital One for a while now. Every time I see a commercial, I'm like, why? She doesn't even have to act. She doesn't do anything anymore. That's it. You made it. How? You're doing ads for Capital One. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good read. It's it's a good it's a good setup. How how many times do you think the the young man who knew Jennifer Gardner at 18 and gave her yep. her first kiss like, yeah, probably should have handled that one a little differently. That feels like a big mistake. When she moved on to Ben Affleck and who knows yeah. else where she is right now, it feels like a pretty big pretty every big time mess. he wakes up he he asks himself that same question. <laughs> every <laughs> that, time he wakes up. According to Adam Schefter, uh, former Bears head coach Lovey Smith is going to be the new head coach of the Houston Texans. So, congratulations to Lovey Smith. You inherit one of the least talented football teams mm. in the entire league. That that's got to be a weird deal, right? Lovey Smith took a team to the Super Bowl. He he, he is an accomplished head coach yeah. in the NFL, and now you get the Houston Texans, who are you know who knows what happens with Deshaun Watson, but it's just that that is a terrible, terrible team. Are you excited to get that opportunity, or what? I think for someone like that, you're right, it's different. You know, sometimes when you get your first head coaching gig, hey, I'll take anything. Let me just get in. Let me see if I could turn this thing around. Let me see if I could be the difference and the expectations are down here. Maybe I could I could uh, change those expectations. But you're right for him, it, it is different because he's been to a Super Bowl before. But I, I'm, I'm sure even with that um, – Anytime you get an opportunity, you're one of those 32 coaches in the league. I'm sure he'll be excited about that. Do you believe in kind of, uh, I know we talked about karma and stuff, but like things coming around again, closing yes. the loop. Okay, no question is, about this it. This is good news then. Vaughn Miller on this day in 2016 won the Super Bowl MVP when the Broncos beat the Carolina Panthers. So Vaughn Miller's now on the Rams. It's just about, would that be six years later? So we can come all the way back around again. I think, I really do think that Aaron Donald's going to win the MVP in that game. I, yeah. I think that he's going to go berserk 
that you look at what the Cincinnati Bengals, their, their offensive line is not particularly good. That we, have, we don't see a ton of – it's usually the quarterback once in a blue moon, a wide receiver, something like that. But uh, this feels like this is set up for Aaron Donald. Yeah, but it's funky with the Bengals because I think they gave up 12 sacks in the three games, but That's nine right. of them came in one game. Also it's like, well, what that that is that's the most random stat that you have. Somebody go down nine times and you win the game. Uh, that <laughs> makes you know no sense at all. But we'll see how it plays out. I mean, sir, let's just say that they're vulnerable. Weirder that the, they had nine sacks and won the game, or that the Rams fumbled four times and won the game. Which of those is harder to believe? It's got to be the fumbles, right? Actually, you know what's funny? I think only because the fumbles came with such a lead that you had such a cushion. I'd, I'd, I'd have thought if you had nine sacks in a game, you're nowhere <laughs> near having a shot to win. The Rams had a, you know, what are they up, 28? They were up 23 to 3, I think, or 23 to 7. Whatever the score like was, yeah. right? They were up by so much that it, only because of when the fumbles happened. National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. I'm, yep. I'm here for Italian food. I, it's, yep. it's, it's, you know, who doesn't like Italian? But that's something I could never have again and be 100% okay with. No, I, 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 we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, it might be one of my favorite office clips when they're about to go run. What are they running, like a 5K or 10K, <laughs> whatever they're yeah. doing? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a fun run. Alfredo. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, time to carbo load. <laughs> nice nice on, gut full of creamy chicken Alfredo. That's it's nah. the best. It's t- it's time to carb load. I-, I just don't know how to top that scene right there, man. It's it's a bad deal. Did you watch any of the Pro Bowl yesterday? That happened. They basically were playing just, hey, you touch me, I'll stop running, we'll blow the wind. Yeah. I don't think I saw somebody get tackled to the ground the entire game. It was very It strange. could be one of the greatest sporting events I've ever seen. I mean, nothing <laughs> like the Pro Bowl. Just sure. nothing like it. First touchdown of the game, I think, was an interception return for a TD, and no one was even trying to stop him. It's like, do I run this in if no one's actually trying Did to tackle me? people go to the game? It was packed. It was packed. It was it was an insane, insane show yesterday in Vegas. How do people get the pod, Slee? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Search Travis and Slee. We'll get the full three hours. Uh, Lakers talk tonight, also 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. There you go. All right, Slee and I back tomorrow, 10 a.m. We'll get you ready for the Lakers in Bucks. we got more things to give away. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN, Mason and Ireland next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.